like new car for the bitch. For real. I tear down the mile with the bitch. For real. You can't even talk to the bitch. Nah. She room with bosses and shit. Oh god. I pull up in Rory's and shit. With choppers and Harleys and shit. For real. I be Gucci down. Gucci. You wearing Lacoste and shit. So I actually hate that song. Uh, I hate 21 Savage. I do not like his music. I'm not a fan of it at all. But a lot of people are. He sold millions of records, downloads, and all kinds of things. And that is the basis for today's episode. Some things you like, some things you don't like. And if you didn't know, that is 21 Savage bank account uh, off his 2017 album, It's an Album. I mean, the fact alone that it's called It's an Album, I think it's in itself basic so like i said i'm not a fan and <laughs> he raps like he is reading a pop-up book but that's just my opinion what's good everybody it's cedric warren your host of said talk get it like ted talk but it's me couple things back at it again my brother justin your favorite co-host is back with us uh last week we had a pretty long episode focusing on black baseball uh, I hope you all have listened and definitely enjoyed it. And if you didn't listen, be sure to go back and listen to both of those parts of those episodes. They're really good. Uh, I think you'll enjoy them. And also listen to the other episodes we got. So uh, as a fan of the 2000s, uh, when I thought music was at its best, I seldom find tracks uh, and artists that I like today. So I'm often listening to old stuff. Like today, I listened to Dark Sky Paradise by Big Sean. Definitely an underrated album, underrated um, artist as well. So today's episode is going to be a little bit lighter and shorter, and we're going to do a feature we like to call Hot or Not. All right. So like I said, Justin is back with us with some tracks, and he's going to get more into it. So what's up, Justin? What's good, everybody? I'm glad to be back. I'm beginning to uh, question the quality of the show because I keep <laughs> back on. This is your fourth episode. Say what? This is your fourth episode. I know, man. This is, uh, nah, it's great. I'm glad to be on. Happy to provide entertainment for the people out there. For sure. Cool. All right. So the topic, like I said, is hot or not. So Justin's got five songs for me and he, he's got five songs. He thinks they're whack and <laughs> I'm going to listen. We're going to have them play and then I'm going to either agree or disagree. And, you know, we'll try to, I guess, come to a consensus, but I'm going to try to defend and say why they're not whack. So we'll see how this goes. So what do you got first? say these songs are all hits okay and I, these are that are hits that everybody in the country loves and i'm just not really feeling so i'm gonna give you two i'm gonna give you the list um they uh do a range so you got from 95 all the way to today so, oh wow okay that's a good uh that's a good good range yeah we're going to mix it up a little bit. We normally focus on the 2000s. That's, I mean, what better era is there? Long live the 2000s. May they never die. <laughs> All right. We're going to go hit you with the first one. All right. First one. Came out in 1995. This is Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It. 
Okay, so I I think most of y'all know that song uh, and have heard it, but not to be uh, assuming of all our listeners because we can get some new listeners and different people. So we're going to play about a 15, 20 second clip of it. So here it is. All right, so that was Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It. Uh, any stats, any any you know record stats about it or whatever before we get uh, into it? Well, maybe some people didn't know. Montel Jordan produced this song along with somebody else. Can't remember their name. They're not famous enough to mention at this point. It was number one on Billboard for seven weeks. Even got a Grammy nomination and... Most people who are listening probably know this song is guaranteed to be played at a wedding. <laughs> a wedding, um, a cookout. Uh, yeah, any- it's a black statement, man. Yeah. And like, uh, um, I might have to turn in my black card for not liking this song. But I don't know, maybe it's because I've heard it too much. But I, this song just feels corny to me. I just I just can't really rock with it. Like, it's not a song, but I, I just like if it's on at a cookout and I have the ability to control the music, I will turn. Wow! If it comes on in the car, I'm gonna turn. Wow! So, am I am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. you are completely like you are dead wrong on this one. Like this song is an absolute classic. Like as soon, like everybody knows all the words, right? Or they should know the words. Um, it, it like it comes on, and it's the song that like can get people on the dance floor at a wedding or a party or whatever. Or if it's feeling kind of slow, like you drop that track, like people are gonna know it. I think even white people know that song, like just a little bit. Maybe not, maybe not wholly, but I, I think you know there's a grip of white people that know that song for real. And it's I think it spans across uh, borders. It's got a good beat. It's it's catchy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the the chorus is just super catchy. You know, this is you know, it's real simple. You know, so I I can't I can't go with that beat. Like, that's nah nah, <laughs> that's definitely not it, whack. It and it, it's not a knock on Montel Jordan. He could sing, obviously, right? And the song is a classic. I told you it was the, these are hits. I'm yeah, on nah. <laughs> I just feel like listening to this song, right? It's like, uh, okay, this is how we do it. All right, we can move on, man. But um, I think the corniest part of the song when Montel Jordan raps, like Once upon now, a time in '94. Yeah, that part. <laughs> and he took it from Slick Rick's song. Yeah, he samples that song. Yeah, um, the children's story. He samples it and he kind of takes this you know, Slick Rick flow. Yeah, and, but he just sound to me. He sound corny. It, the part when he's telling him. Ever since I was a little G, but now I'm a big G. Got the money, dollar dollar bill, y'all. I'm like, what? <laughs> God, bro. <laughs> I can't, I can't get it. Okay, so maybe maybe he's not on the he's not a you know a lyricist like Pac or anybody like that. But I mean, you know, for an R and B artist, you know, I think it was I think it was good enough. You know what I'm saying? The, the <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah, like I said, Montel Jordan can sing. This is um, he is 
been eating off this song for 20 plus years, 25 years. Good Lord. He will continue. So, yeah. So, you know, shout out to him for the song, but I ain't feeling it. And y'all can block me on IG if you want. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to follow him so you can block him, it's at <laughs> ignorance underscore equals underscore bliss. Then, so Adam, then block him. <laughs> <laughs> And I should say the song could be trash. I should say I feel like it's corny and I'm tired of hearing it. And there's other songs that can be played in this place. That's fair enough. Fair enough. All right, that's good. All right, give us your uh, give us your second one. Number two came out in 2001. We oh. are now in the 2000s. Okay. It is <laughs> Southern rap legend Pastor Troy. The song is Vice Versa. Okay. Pastor Troy, Vice Versa. Uh, shout out to my quad. That was his uh, probate song. But again, I feel like a lot of people probably have heard this and know it. But just to refresh your memory, we're going to give you another 15, 20 seconds of that. So here you go. All right, so that was Pastor Troy, and vice versa. Uh, so I, I think I'm, a, I think I'm going to disagree once again because here, here, here's another like banger. You know what I'm saying? Like you get to the, you get to a party, like, and especially when this song came out and when we were in college. Like I remember this joint coming on at like armory parties or the club, and like people were just spitting the lyrics and everything. So like. That joint is not like I don't think it's whack. Like it, lyrically, it's not the best, but the just the the beat on it, like it just goes, it goes in. You don't think lyrically is the best? I thought the lyrics was the reason people like this song because to me the the beat is okay, and I think Pastor Troy definitely has better like sounding songs than this one. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was just always never really felt this song. Um, first of all, it's called Vice Versa. Is that how it's pronounced? Isn't it Vice Versa? Yeah, the actual words is Vice Versa, but I think, yeah, I think it bothered me. He, he says Vice Versa. Yeah, no, you gotta make you gotta make it flowing rhyme, but whatever. You right. Know? So I think the reason I don't like this song is because he has better songs than this. Okay. First of all, you got pop that. You got Saddam, yep. you got Cutting Man, and of course the, the ultimate get start a fight in a place and go to jail. Ain't no more playing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Much better than this one, even though I believe this one probably is his biggest hit. I think so. Chart wise, this one hit number one on the R and B hip hop chart. Uh, I believe Little John produced this or was a, uh, somehow a part of this. 
you know, it is a it's a classic. <laughs> yeah, like I. <laughs> Southern I'm, rap legend. Right, yeah, definitely a Southern rap legend. And if Little John produced it, you know, that's that's in that crunk era. And it's just part of the 2000s, man. I don't, maybe I'm biased, but like, I don't think anything bad came out in the 2000s. So. That is not true. And we can have a whole episode on what bad came out of what, the 2000s. What came out bad in the 2000s? There probably was a lot of stuff. In fact, that's probably the next one I'm on the bad that came out of the 2000s. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. So Okay. You know. Sorry, but sorry, Pastor Troy. But hey, you got you got other bangers, man, so it's not He does. He does. And the Animal Play in GA, that one, yeah. Now that's probably my favorite and probably his best one. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say I think though, uh, I think Pop That might actually I feel like Pop That might actually be out of popularity terms, I think that one actually may be more popular than vice versa. If I had to, if I had to rank them, like it'd be like pop that, then vice versa. I think vice vice versa is the the most popular one. That's probably a good like question to ask everybody. Which one's the most popular? I think vice versa is the most popular, even though it shouldn't be. I think ain't no more playing GH. All right, good. Uh, Good poll question. So we're going to put it as a Instagram post to see, which I, I will put it on the Instagram story. That way you can do the poll. So which one is Pastor Choi's best song? Is it Pop That or is it Vice Versa? We'll drop that uh, for you in the Instagram story. Be sure to vote on that and let us know. All right. Number three, what you got for us? Number three, we go to 2005. All right. There's an artist by the name of John Legend. He did a song called Ordinary People. Okay, I know that one. Definitely know that one. And again, here's another one. Like you said, they're all hits, so people are probably very familiar with them. So uh, again, here's another 15, 20 seconds of that one. I still put you first and we'll make this thing work. But I think we should take it slow. We're just ordinary Take it slow. Oh, oh, this time will take. All right, so that was Ordinary People by John Legend. Um, if I, I think once my girlfriend hears, once Nanda hears this, she's going to be very upset because she absolutely loved John Legend. Seen him in concert multiple times. And I remember when that song came out, I remember everybody tried to sing it at like talent shows and everything else, like pageants and all this stuff. Like it was that go-to song. If you played the piano, you tried to learn it, you know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna actually have to agree with you on this one. Like it's <laughs> fist pump, fist pump. I think it's a like it's like musically it's cool, but I I actually am not the biggest John Legend fan to be honest with you. Like he's a good artist and can sing, right? Cool, but I I don't know. I uh, 
is boring. <laughs> like, it's so boring. Like, it probably has a good message, but you will never understand the message because you're going to fall asleep. Like, the song is so boring. And then when it came out, they played it to death. And, like, I can just remember hearing it over and over in the car. I'm just like, they play the song one more time. I'm going to fall asleep at the wheel. I can't, they cannot keep playing this song. Now, John Legend is an amazing artist, very talented singer. Um, so I'm not knocking him. But he had, to me, he has, like, when he does, like, the more tempo songs, to me, those are better. But the songs he gets famous for and the songs that chart the best for him are all in really slow songs. The ballads. So, they, I think people consider him very much a ballad singer. Uh, that's, yeah. this, you know, the slow piano uh serenade you with the piano and the various range of vocals i'm with you i like the my favorite song by him is uh i think it's called ready to, green light uh with andre 3000 that's like one of my favorite songs by him it's up tempo of course andre 3000 is amazing as he spits on that uh <clears throat> but yeah I, I i'm with you on that too i boring i i think that's a good word to use like it is kind of boring uh and and it's not because it's a slow song because there's plenty of slow songs that are good but i don't know it feels like he's trying to like like he's reading a story and playing the piano at the same time <laughs> instead of kind of singing he's like reading a story describe it well let me give you some of the stats on it because you got to give the record it's i mean three grammy nominations one grammy for best male vocal for best male r&b vocal that year it beat out so what's the fuss by stevie wonder i don't know what that is uh, but shame on me for not knowing Stevie Wonder Legend Creepin' by Jamie Foxx I'm not sure which that song is either um, Let Me Love You by Mario I do know that and that was a banger that's a slow song that's actually like very good it is good better than ordinary people it is good and uh, Superstar by Usher another song that's slow but yet very good first and of all ordinary people okay so anything on that Usher album is tops everything on this list okay because confessions is a like I, I know people say things are classics all the time but like that album is truly an r&b classic confessions is probably the last great r&b album i can agree with that at least from a male from a male from yeah Beyonce. Just dominates everybody, but right. at least from a male army, that's probably like the last great one. So, so yeah, and I would wonder if anybody would agree or disagree with that. But um, let's see, John Legend that year also won Best New Artist. He beat out Sierra, Fall Out Boy, and three other white people. <laughs> uh, I like Fall Out Boy. I think I know some of their songs. I think I've heard a couple stuff from them. It's been a while since I've paid attention to them. Fall Out Boy has really good music. I really like it. If you're into rock music, it's good. Now, lyrically, like it's if you pay attention to that, like it doesn't always make a lot of sense. They do a lot of weird uh, analogies and metaphors and stuff like that. But the beats on them are always great. Uh, and the hooks are very catchy. So I think they got some good. I remember one song in particular. It was like they always had like weird titles for their songs. Yeah, for sure. Uh, titles are always weird. The album names are weird. Uh, you probably heard like "Sugar We're Going Down Swinging." Um, 
thanks for the memories. Um, this ain't a seam. It's an arms race. It had a remix with Kanye West. I remember that the arms race joint. Yep. Yep. Uh, a lot of a, a lot of others. What you said? They did a song called like Dance Dance. Yep. That was one of their. Uh, that was off one of their. Um, I think that was off their first album. Yeah, I'm starting to remember a little bit there. But from, anyway. From Under the Cork Tree. Don't matter. John Legend beat them all out. <laughs> he did with his boring song. <laughs> John Legend. But he had, you know, John Legend got some other good songs. I think he has um, uh, Used to Love You. Yeah. I think that was like his first single. I really like that joint. Yeah. Even though it's not. Because like when you hear John Legend songs, you think they're all about like this passionate, you know, love story. But like some of his songs, especially the upbeat ones, are like about him not loving somebody or cheating on somebody or something like that. Yeah. And then um, "Used to Love You" was one number one. Yeah, he Kanye West rapped on that. That's actually uh, a really good one too. But uh, yeah, Mr. John Legend. Sorry, sir. You have a classic song, as you know, but. Uh, we not feeling this, bro. Snooze fest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play that on the ride home late at night. You'll fall asleep. All right, sounds good. All right, so we're on to number two, or or, or our fourth one. Number four. What you got? Young lady by the name of Ella May. She did a song called Buddha in 2017. Okay. I think everybody knows this one too, but here's another uh, clip of that. So again, you like I know most people have heard that song. It's played on the radio uh, off her uh, latest album, and I I have to disagree, like wholeheartedly disagree, because I really like that song. Uh, it's catchy, and I think it's a little play on the words with like little like how artists kind of do uh scatting i think it's called or something like that where they do that and um yeah it's it's really it's really catchy and i and i like her as an artist um i think the english takeover is is slowly moving into r&b as well not just in the movie scene uh, of course Beyonce tops everybody but there's a lot of English artists that are coming on the scene and making splashes and, and putting out good music so LMA is just one of them and yeah that one is just like it's a it's a I won't call it a feel good song because you know she's talking about like uh, 
Yeah, 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 it's a feel good song. It's a feel good song. Yeah, I mean, it came out. It was definitely the summer song of 2017. Yeah. Um, I think I never was really feeling it. I think the scatting part is part of the part I don't like the most of the song. <laughs> um, but shout out to Ella May, man. She is an amazing artist. She can really sing. Uh, I think the biggest gripe I have with this song that it sounds like another song I've heard before. And it took me forever to try to figure this out. I'm like, this song sounds like something that's been out before. Do you want to guess what that song sound what that song is? Uh let me I I can't really think I'm trying to hear the the beat and I can't really think of anything that was it a recent song? Like within the last like five years or so? It came out a while ago. So I you think about it, I'ma keep so I'm gonna give the stats and we'll come back to it. Okay. So this hit number five on the Billboard Hot 100. So obviously it was a hit. Everybody liked it. Uh, it was nominated for Grammys. Forgot it nominated for Best R&B Song, I believe. And that year it beat out. Let's see. Come through and chill. That was a Jake Cole and Miguel song. I don't remember that one. That was a good one. Very Feels smooth. Like Childish Gambino. Focus by her. And Long As I Live by Tony Braxton. So it won the award for best R&B song that year. Okay. And then also with LMA. I think LMA had like a better song. Did she recently put out a song called Shot Clock? I think it's a much better song. Yeah, yeah. That is a good song. Me. And then also this song, maybe I hate to use this. <laughs> I'm a, maybe me, maybe I'm tripping, but LMA put out a song called Tripping. And I feel like those songs sound the same. Boot up. Nah, right? those are those are different. Those are different. Oh I mean, and, I can kinda hear some similarities, but sound like the same song with some different words. <laughs> Uh, nah, like uh, just like uh, Vanilla Ice sampled. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Queen? Police. <laughs> yeah. With the exact same thing. Yeah, that that's, that feels like what's going on with that song. Okay. So now that you have time to think about, it, do you want to take a guess, or do you want to know what song? I, I yeah, I don't know. I go ahead and tell me. So I had to Google it, and it took me a. A couple of searches down, but I somebody posted that this song sounds like Pretty Ricky's on the Hotline. And when I listened to the first ten seconds of Pretty Ricky on the Hotline, I was like, "Yeah, I can kind of hear it." And it's that's that it does have the same kind of feel. No, nah. maybe we should play people so they get uh yeah yeah. Let's let's do that. Let's let's play. Well, you want to play the intro? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the intro should be enough. All right. So, so let's do that. Here's here's the intro to On the Hotline by Pretty Ricky, which I think that dropped in 2000. <laughs> yeah, probably like 2006, 2007. I was definitely in high school when that joint dropped. Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, here we go. 15, 20 seconds of the intro of On the Hotline. 
So now that I'm thinking about it, I and I've heard it, like I, I still don't still don't get it, still don't hear it. Hey. That song sounds like something. So, <laughs> it sounds like that song, it sounds like something else. Yeah. I know she I I know she sampled um something for that song. I wanna say it's something from Johnny Gill I've heard or read. What song in particular, I'm not sure, but um sounded like on hotline. I feel like that's that's different. Like, the, the like it sounds like on the hotline slowed down. Nope, still not, still not hearing it. Still not hearing hey. it. Well, she got it from somebody. She, <laughs> she, and that song is better than her song. Right. So. <laughs> she wasn't original. All right, man. Thank you for the R and B bangers. Oh Thank man, <laughs> pretty Ricky had it on lock man blue stars was dope uh and then the second album you know a bunch of florida dudes coming with some <laughs> with some r&b heat man yeah probably the one of the last r&b groups out there right? yeah yeah um male r&b groups man that that ended pretty much yep they were the last ones because you had people like uh imx and b2k in the early 2000s and then pretty ricky came on with a more of a hoodish type yeah they were kind of on that jodeci kind of um yeah not the vocal talent it's jodeci jodeci all of them can really sing but um as far as like having a more thuggish appeal yeah that was more like jodeci and jagged edge jagged edge was like that too yeah so um yeah. Yeah. Pretty Ricky. Uh, the only one I could really sing was Pleasure P, who eventually went on to have a solo career for a short while, and then everybody else just who knows what they're doing. Uh, so yeah. All right, man. Yeah. All right. So give us our our last one for for hot or not. Hot or not, bruh. Very recent song just came out. Um, hit number one on the Hot 100 R and B, hip hop, and rap charts. It is Roddy Rich, the box, or box. I'm not sure which is the if it has a the in it or not. All right, so Roddy Rich again. You've probably heard it on your radio stations. Uh, Roddy Rich is definitely one of these new cats out. And like I said before, I'm generally not into it, but here is uh, another 20 seconds of box. Out the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pour up 
the whole damn seal. I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals. We been trapping like the '80s. She said the nigga sold. Got the cash out. All right, so Roddy Rich, new guy. You got any stats on on that one since it just came out and everything? Oh, I, I gave the stat. It, it was the number one song in the country, and it came to mind because somehow I, I was seeing people say Roddy Rich has the number one song in the country. Now, first of all, I was like, who is Roddy Rich? And then I was like, all right, if you got the number one song in the country, let me hear it. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like, I just did not get it. Why is this the number one song in the country? First of all, like, it sounds like another song that, that I'm going to hate on. Um, I believe it's called DZ by... Uh, by Kodak Black? Okay, yeah. so Kodak Black... These two songs sound the same. Okay, I can so I can I can semi respect that because they do have a little because a lot of the music today is all on this trap undertones, right? Where everything is trap related, right? Uh, so I feel like there's not a lot of individuality among a lot of artists. And I've heard Roddy Rich's song The Box, and I actually like that song. Okay. And I think it's <laughs> I think it's one that like when it comes I don't know the words or whatever. I'm not gonna say like I'm listening to Roddy Rich's whole album or whatever, but like when it comes on, I remember like I would be in the car just kind of bopping my head or whatever, and I'm like, okay, you know, catch a few words here and there. Now when you speaking about ZZ or Z's or whatever you want to call it with Kodak Black, like that joint, that joint is hot. Like it, it, it is hot. Like that that's and I'm not a fan of Kodak Black at all. Like you can go back through our Theta New group chat, and I've slandered Kodak Black for forever. Like he's terrible. Uh, but that song, mainly because it has Travis Scott on there, and I and I'm a fan of Travis Scott. So Roddy Rich, like I said, new cat, of course. Um, and I think the reason you probably feel like it's whack is just because it's one of these new cats or whatever. You didn't really know who he was, but. Yeah, and I think he really he just says the box throughout it, really. But again, the beat has me kind of captured, and it's it is catchy. catchy. I, I listened to it and couldn't do it, bro. I got it <laughs> maybe thirty seconds in. I was like, I don't see, I don't get it. And um, I do like the whole, you know, the steel drum sound that's in it mm-hmm. on both of the songs. Yeah, I think that's cool that they put that in, but. Eh, you know, there, there's got to be better songs out there, and I don't hate everybody new. I think um, the baby is great. Oh, fire, fire! Uh, Megan is great. Yep, Maybe because they don't rap like everybody else rapping. Yeah, yeah, people, people definitely. Uh, I think talk about the baby's style, uh, how he doesn't really have a style or <laughs> he kind of just I mean he, he even made a song called Straight Off the Rip where he just gets in to start rapping or whatever but I like baby, the baby style uh, Bop is probably like the hottest song I've heard recently you know what I'm saying and it's one that like if it comes on no matter how many times if I've heard it on one station I flip to another station I'm not changing because like I'm singing the song you know what I'm saying so that's Dope, bro. That needs to be somebody's walk-up music since we're talking about music. 
That's how you you get black boys back into baseball. Put some to baby in the stadium for walk up music. Yeah, and I think on the last episode I suggested that he um, remixed the "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." Oh yeah, yeah. To that beat, oh that'd be fire. Yeah, yeah. So it don't really matter, but yeah, that would be dope. It, it does. Shout out the stallion. I really like her song, um, the Cash song. She, the song she has with the baby. Yep, yep. Um, we got some other dope stuff too. So if you go on YouTube and find her Tiny Desk concert, mm-hmm. it's really, really good. And that's why I was like, oh man, I knew she had dope songs, but like she can like really rap. And like I believe she at least ever writes some of her raps. Like so, Cardi B, I believe, doesn't write rap any of her raps, even though her songs are hot. I don't think she writes any of that stuff. Maybe like a line here and there. Yeah, I believe. Makes time writes at least half her stuff. Yeah, for sure. I can I can agree with that too. I think uh, I think both deliver very well. Uh, so the delivery piece is right there on both of those artists. Uh, I do like Meg as a, as an artist. Uh, she's got like she she reminds me of kind of what Travis Porter brought to the scene. A lot of hype stuff. A lot of party type music. Uh, stuff you play at a pool party, cookout, or whatever, like just to get you pregame, whatever. Um, you know, stuff you're gonna be singing that's probably not always appropriate to be singing out loud or at work. Uh, so you kind of, kind of dull it down when you're listening, but you turn it up in the car. Same thing with Cardi B, uh, and I can definitely agree with you. I think um, Cardi has some writers or whatever, which I think is okay. Like I don't, you know, I know the big thing is you got to write your own raps, man. But sometimes, like you know, lyrically, you know, it might be the get the best, but you can deliver it, you know, really well. I highly, so. I highly doubt it. Every rapper writes all of their rhymes. No, no, that are like commercially successful. Yeah, definitely, definitely. People, people get up. So uh, I, sh- I shouldn't have made it sound like I knock her for that. I just wanted to commend Meg for that because just the way she raps and how she raps just makes me feel like she, she's right a bit of her own rhymes for sure for sure cool i do got a bonus one though all right let's get it the bonus is anything by post malone uh have i heard that let me i guess we got to play it i don't think oh, i'm sorry let me rephrase the song is not called anything i'm talking any song <laughs> okay I think it's whack. No. Okay. So there I, I got it. I Okay. White people love Post Malone, right? I'll say that. Um, I think he's okay. His physical appearance bothers me. And I think that's what kind of turns me off from his music sometimes. <laughs> and I that shouldn't be the case, right? That shouldn't be. I'm literally judging a book by its cover. But like, uh, I, I don't really rock with Post Malone like that. I think he has some good stuff. Um, I think it's called Psycho is one song he's got. And I like that one. It's got Ty Dolla Sign on it, but it's it's got a feature. So, you know, I think that, you know, helps, the, helps his case. Uh, let me do some quick looking real quick just to see. Oh, congratulations with Quavo. I, I do like that one. And I think it's because it's a good, like, what's the word? How am I trying to describe it? It's a good, like, 
promo video, hype video type song. And I think because I heard it so many times, I think that's why I like it. Um, Psycho was an And go listen to Congratulations. And I'll be sure to uh, make a comment on our Instagram about it. I have not heard that song. I just remember Post Malone coming out. I heard like a song or two, maybe more like when he first came out, and I just didn't get it. And I was just like, so we're going to hype this white rapper up that's not even good? Like what happened to the days when we like used to hype up the good, the good white rapper, you know? So like what happened to that? Right. So I just want to say thank God I'm of age to where Eminem was around. Right. Really good. So yeah, check out. So the ones that I I would like from Post Malone, check out. Uh, Congratulations featuring Quavo, Psycho featuring Ty Dolla Sign, and check out Wow. I think you'll like those three. And Wow. Yep. We'll let you know. All right. I'll let you know how I feel about these songs. I don't know if Congratulations and Psycho count because they got two black people on there that probably saved us. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Sounds good. All right, man. Well, appreciate the hot or not. I think that was fun. I like that. So I think we had, we were in agreement on just one of them. Yeah. And then I, I figured that'd be the case. You know, you're more open when it comes to music. I am very uh, closed minded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a closed minded. Maybe picky. I'm very picky about the songs I like. Yeah. yeah that's good that's good to say good stuff yeah alright man we'll appreciate you being back on uh, so we'll definitely be we'll drop um, the songs we had in here like I said you, you heard the clips on here but we'll try to drop uh, some clips on the Instagram probably through the Instagram story uh, so you can hear, hear those of course and uh, we'll definitely give you Justin will be back with his uh, critique of Post Malone's song next time he's on. We'll, we'll kick that off before we get into our next topic next time he's on. So appreciate you being around, man. And uh, always good to have you. Uh, so we got to see if this episode tops your other episodes and listens. We'll see, mate. Hopefully, since it's shorter. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll Definitely. see. Uh, yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, that's all I got. Be sure to tune in next week as we close out the month of February. Going to be back with you with a more informational topic with one of my coworkers from the Fairbanks School of Public Health. And I think you'll definitely enjoy that. So be sure to follow us on Instagram at said underscore talk and be sure to cop a said talk T. The link is in the said talk IG page with all our available uh, platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Google Play. Waiting to hear back from iHeartRadio. And then we'll be on all the major platforms for you to listen. So definitely do that. Like, subscribe, comment, leave five-star ratings, all that good stuff. Uh, I truly, truly appreciate you all for taking the time just to listen to me. Um, if you heard the first episode, this was really a time filler for me as a change in my life happened with my job status. But now here we are. 13 weeks later and we're still going and I got the next five, six weeks already booked up for topics and ready to bring to you. So again, I truly, truly appreciate it. Cop those said talk tees, uh, the said talk tees, the 
proceeds go towards supporting my nonprofit organization called Palmetto Pride Sports. It's a low cost club and travel sports organization dedicated to minority youth playing sports with low minority representation. So baseball, softball, tennis, lacrosse and soccer. Uh, We're seeking to develop versatile citizens through education, exposure and empowerment. Uh, And if you're interested in supporting the organization in any way, please email me at smwarren1906 at outlook.com and we'll talk to you later. Tell down the mile with the beat, for real. You can't even talk to the beat. Nah. She room with bosses and shit. Oh god. I pull up in Rawers and shit. With choppers and Harleys and shit, for real. I be Gucci down, Gucci. You wearing Lacoste and shit. Yeah. My club, yeah. Fur came off a bell, yeah. Yeah. Triple homicide, put me in a chair, yeah. In jail. Triple across the plug, we do not play fair, yeah. Oh god. Got them tennis chains on, and they real blingy bling. Draco make you do the chicken head like chingy ching. Walking Neiman Marcus, and I spend a life 50 50. Please proceed with caution shooters, they be right with me. 21. Bad, bad, cute face, and some nice too. 7500 on the St. Laurent jacket, yeah. Careful when you dumping your action. I ain't no sucker, I ain't cuffing no action. Nah. The streets raise me, I'm a whole. I bought a Rari just so I can go.